I want to talk about selling today. You can expect a lot more content about selling from me in the next few weeks because I'm working on a brand new masterclass about selling um, that's happening in two, two weeks or something. <laughs> so really, really soon. Um, yeah, and today I want to share five things that I've learned about selling in the last five years, building my business, growing it to six figures. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. It's a big thing. You like, I think there are so many limiting beliefs around sales. Um, we are afraid that we are salesy, that we are, and then we have all those fears behind that, you know, that we're not good enough. That actually brings me to the first thing that I've learned. Mindset is everything. And I didn't accept that right from the start. I'm, I'm a very analytical person. I didn't think I had any mindset issues. Thank you very much. I'm just here to do all the things, to follow the plan, right? And, um, and then it would all work out. And of course, that couldn't have been further from the true. I have a lot of mindset blocks and limiting beliefs. We all do. And it's continuous work. Like it's a continuous job to work through that, to work on your mindset. This is really the number one thing if you want to get better at selling is, and I think it starts with awareness, awareness of where you might have blocks. Like, um, is it a fear of visibility or of showing up? Where is that coming from? And when you then kind of unwind that it might actually be fear that people that you used to work with are judging you that you are now doing something different or you, you know, like so you don't want to be compared or you don't think you are as good as your teachers or other colleagues in your industry and um, just becoming aware of those things and then trying to reframe those beliefs and asking yourself is that really true would they really judge you, right? Would they judge me? No, probably not. Nobody really cares about what somebody else is doing. Um, they would probably celebrate you and be really proud of you. And becoming aware of those thoughts, um, yeah, it's the first step of then working your way through them and reframing those thoughts. So that's mindset. And I don't think there's ever a point where you're done. <laughs> with working on your mindset, right? So um, from what I know from really, really successful entrepreneurs, really successful, like seven-figure entrepreneurs, it never stops. Having those fears, um, nervousness, the fear that it will all just go away, that suddenly people will find out you're a fraud or something, you know, um, subconsciously at least, it's still there. It's like continuous work you have to do there to work on your mindset. 
So that's the first thing I've learned about selling. Number two, and now we're getting into the scary parts, is you, you don't need to be afraid of selling and of funnels and those things. You're like, um, who isn't afraid of funnels? I remember when I heard that the first time, I was like, ooh, that's, I'm not there yet. That's advanced stuff. That's like probably I have to, I don't know, make multiple six figures before I need anything like that. And that's ridiculous. Um, a funnel basically, really, it's just a sequence. It's just a sales sequence where you guide people through your offers or to your offers. So it can be something like they sign up for your email list so that you have a freebie maybe, and then they sign up for your email list and then you send them an email sequence with a bunch of your best content, um, really valuable content, and you invite them to a paid masterclass or you can invite them to your um, group coaching program or you can invite them to your one-on-one -on -one coaching or private sessions, right? So whatever you're offering, you can try out things here. And yeah, so it's, there's really no need to, uh, to be afraid of that. Um, you just set it up because it works. What doesn't work is simply creating an offer like an online course and putting it on your homepage, hoping that people will buy. I tried it. I was like, let's just try it. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, you can still put it on your website, but when you have a funnel, it's just like it feels so much more aligned for your potential customers as well because you're meeting them where they are, where they are on their journey. When they signed up for a freebie about like um, three different meditation techniques to help you find yours or something, right? And then you send them an invitation to a paid workshop where you really talk more about this advanced meditation thing or something. That feels aligned. Yeah, there you're meeting your customers um, at a space where they are actually ready to take the next step. So they looked at the freebie, they checked out your guided meditation or something like, and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love it. And um, so what should I do next? So, and then your invitation comes to work with you on the next step. So can you see it's actually a service that you are doing for your potential clients when you meet them there. You can also send them a reminder. You can follow up with, some case studies, um, some examples of people who actually got a transformation from working with you. That can sometimes be like the last thing people need to really take the, get over the edge of investing in themselves and then hopefully to get the same results, right? So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's actually a service setting that up. And it can be really, really complicated and difficult, but it doesn't have to be. This is the third thing that I've learned is you don't need to overcomplicate things. So yes, I followed those courses that taught me like how to set up a funnel down to the exact email sequence with everything that you have to write and share and the Q&A and the last songs to sign up and a deadline funnel timer that's counting backwards for everybody. It's really complicated to set up that tech. And um, 
it can work, right? So it can work for sure, but I don't think you need it. So there's a middle between not having any funnels and having those complicated funnels that scare you and that maybe you're so scared that you don't even try to set them up. So there's a middle and you do this by setting things up really step by step. You don't start your business with a range of like 10 different offers and master classes and courses and a mastermind, right? So you set this up one thing after the other. So there's really no need to be overwhelmed by it or scared by it. But um, yeah, so what I would do is I'm um, just block an hour, two hours per week to work on your funnels. That's what I've learned. It's continuous work, looking at the numbers. Yeah, it's, it's important. You have to see like what's working, what's not working. And you don't have to do anything complicated like beta testing and things. You probably don't have the numbers for that anyway. But you can see like when something's been out there for a few weeks, like four weeks, I would give it probably at least four weeks. Um, like you have your freebie funneling people to an online course and you see that nobody's been, you know, like enrolling in that funnel. Then you look at the numbers. Is it like a problem that you don't have enough people in the funnel or is something else wrong? And then you need to try out different things. Maybe you need to, um, maybe there needs to be an extra step with a free masterclass that people watch before they then are actually ready, right? So, and then you try that. You set that up and try it for four weeks and see if it's working better. So that's how you do it really step by step. And um, you don't need timers. You don't need complicated email sequences. You don't, you know, like, it's just like, think about it um, as a, like, like, you know your clients, they're your best friends. How would you tell your best friends about this? What would you share with her? How would you talk to her about this offer? Um, it's more an invitation than uh, by now or your life will be miserable forever email sequence. Nobody wants that. You don't need to use pain points, right? So it can be really an invitation to work with you um, where you share your excitements about your offers. You share the results that you got maybe, that your students got from working with you. And you share what it is about. You share some stories. So story selling is really important. Um, storytelling is important here. Story selling is actually right here as well, but no, it's storytelling where you um, meet people again, where they are, what are they struggling with, so they can relate to that and they can realize that, oh yeah, this I see how this can actually help me. So that would be like one email where it's like maybe more of a story, like um, why you created that offer. Um, the limiting beliefs people have, where they're coming from. And then you send another email where it's more the features, everything that's included, some case studies, some testimonials. And then you can send out the third email or a fourth, but you don't have to, right? So you can try this out. There are no rules. And all those people who, who um, sell you like this fixed plan and 
promising you that this is what you need to do and this is how it works. So yeah, it worked for them. Otherwise, they wouldn't have set it up and it might work for you. But if it doesn't feel aligned, you don't necessarily have to do it this way. There's never just one way to do these things. So um, yeah, so I give my students a plan to follow as well, because I think it can be helpful, especially when you're just getting started, when you have a roadmap to follow. So um, otherwise, it's very easy to get stuck in that mindset where we don't want to annoy our followers, that we are scared that we come across as too salesy or um, too pushy. Nobody wants to be that, of course. Um, and then it leads to us not showing up strongly enough, not sending out enough emails and all those things. So when you follow a sequence, um, you, it's easier for you to just like jump over that hurdle because you're just, okay, I'm just going to do it. This is like, um, this is my plan. I'm just going to follow it and then I'll see what happens. And then over time, you make it your own. And then you like to do that. Maybe you follow that plan, those copy swipe files two or three times, and then you make them your own and change it and try out different things. So that's, this is what I, um, would recommend. Um, what I also learned about selling is how important it is to have a strategic offer suit. So this means that you have like things that you're selling in your business. If you don't sell anything, you don't have a business. So it's like mandatory for you to have things to sell, right? So um, it can follow your client's ascension. That's a very popular product suit model where you take them from being a total beginner um, to like more advanced to like super advanced. So um, when you're a yoga teacher, that could be from the yoga for beginners class to your advanced yoga teacher training. Um, that would be a really big journey though, right? So, and it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't mean that you have to start at the beginner level and, for example, offer yoga for beginners. I actually think when you really want to work with beginners as a yoga teacher, it's a great niche. Just like focus on that yoga for beginners and there it's still an ascension. It's like from total beginner to better beginner, right? Um, but you don't have to go all the way to yoga teacher trainings necessarily, or that can happen in 10 years time or something. Um, it's better here to really choose a strong niche, like for example, yoga for beginners or, um, in my case, um, I'm not really working with beginners so much anymore, right? So um, I have some offers, but right now, most of my offers are really for people who've done a few things already and who are ready to elevate, to elevate their brand, to elevate their offers, to really dive into building an online business. I'm not the person, I'm not the coach to teach you how to get your first gig teaching yoga in a studio. I don't cover that. I don't talk about that because, I don't know, it's not really what I'm interested in teaching. So that's my niche is really helping you how to build an online business. And I want to work with people who are really um, excited about that and passionate about that and who really want that. So, and there we have a range of offers, but um, 
all the roads lead to Rome, so to say. Everything leads to my premium offer, and that's what I want you to have as well, a signature offer. So you can have low-priced offers like um, Zoom classes, yoga classes, and then you can have more premium offers like one-on-one -on -one private sessions or business yoga where you already generate more revenue, but it's not scalable. So there will be like a natural point where you can't really earn more be otherwise or without really outpricing probably your clients. And, um, and then there are group coaching programs. This is what I obviously strongly believe in that is really the best business model if you want to have that financial freedom, emotional freedom from your business and also like safety because when something like the pandemic happens or, um, or social media goes down or, or you hurt yourself when you have content that you created already and you can continue selling that. Even after you have an injury, you still have that content and you can still sell that and help people and, you know, create income. That's amazing, right? So when you just rely on selling your time for money as a yoga teacher or as a one-on-one -on -one coach, it's a big risk. It's a big risk what happens when something happens. So I strongly believe in passive income as well. So it can be like that range. So this is always what I recommend my students start with um, some classes when you're a yoga teacher or some low ticket offers, some lower priced offers that are maybe a little bit less than $100 or something. Then um, you can have one-on-one um, -on -one services where you sell packages to really get people a transformation and then a group coaching offer. Um, I would go premium here. And not really start with online courses that you sell for a hundred or two hundred dollars because you don't have the numbers to sell them in an, like to sell them, to sell enough of them to really generate a sustainable income. So you don't have the numbers. If you have only a really small audience, you're going to do better when you sell a more premium offer, period. So this is what I mean by cre um, creating a strategic offer suit. And then number five, what I learned about sales is um, be smart about your pricing. So I already talked about that a little bit. Be smart about your pricing. Start with low price offers and then offer them something in the medium price range and something more premium. And that doesn't mean that you have to go crazy when you're just getting started. It's probably not a good idea to set up like a $15,000 um, mastermind right out of the gate when you don't have the expertise to really hold the space for people. And you also don't have the expertise that you have the proof that you actually can get people that transformation and those results. It's of course different when you have that from working one-on-one -on -one in person. So you've been like 20 years, you've been doing that work and now you create an online program. Yes, you, then you can go out with a higher price point because you have the testimonials, you have the proof. But again, you probably don't have the number, like the big enough online audience yet, right? So you have to work on that then and build that up. Um. 
Um, so about pricing, you can, that's probably another video or another podcast episode um, where I just talk about pricing. Um, but yeah, it's just like offering different price points for people to get to work, to work with you so they can get to know you, your teaching style. If you are the right teacher for them, the right coach, the right guide and slowly, you know, like, um, progress to the ultimate transformation or the results they can get from working with you. And finally, the biggest mistake you can make about selling is not selling, right? Shying away from it. And I did that in the beginning that I only sold when I was launching something. So you had, I had like a really stressful period where I was just launching. And after that, it was like, oh, all the air was out and I was exhausted and I didn't sell anything anymore. So, and it took some time until I finally set up evergreen funnels. So I talked about funnels a little bit. Evergreen is, again, is nothing to be scared of. Evergreen just means that it's something that people can buy all the time. So it's not something that starts at a certain time and ends at a certain time, like a launch where you're telling everybody they have to get in until a certain date. And after that, it's not available anymore. So that's not evergreen. Evergreen is when you have something in a funnel, um, for example, after watching a free class with you, a free training video, you invite them into your paid offer, you give them a discount that's only available for a few days. That would be an evergreen sales funnel. And yeah, so that actually helped me selling all the time. And, um, and all the time selling all the time also means talking about your offers all the time on social media, in your newsletter. Don't hide it. Don't hide it for, and let people search for it on your website. Really put it up front and center. Talk about it all the time. This is also why I recommend really focusing on one signature offer when you're just getting started. Because when you have a range of offers, it's going to take a lot of you to really give every offer the energy that it really deserves to sell it well. So I got to that point where I was like, Ugh, and then I was, <laughs> and then I basically, um, stopped selling a bunch of my offers and really focused on my one main offer, which is the Blissful Biz Incubator. I focused on that for a year and I made it a six figure offer, just this one product. And now I'm ready to create and update my, create new offers, update some of my existing offers where I feel or actually they will work in my um, business, in my business model. Um, so let's put them up again, right? So, and then when you're in the incubator, you get access to all those products. So it it's also includes um, coaching and feedback and one-on-ones. So it's this very, very different um, coaching experience to really get you like the maximum results in six months. But all the other courses are more for self-study. So where you work your way through the content, you get workbooks, you get um, templates, right? And um, yeah, so to learn to launch your first online course, for example, it's great to do that 
following an online course. You do it in your own time. There's no rush, really. And it's a pretty straightforward process. And it's great when that's laid out by somebody. Um, but after that, what do you do after that? When you then want to take the next step and look at, okay, how can I actually grow my audience so I can have bigger sales? How can I get more sales on a consistent basis? How can I really get to build a six-figure online business? I think that's where you need additional coaching. And there's only so much you can then learn just with um, courses and um, following the roadmap that somebody else lined out because you need that individual feedback on your messaging, your stories, um, your landing pages, your website, you know, all those things that are part of building an online business. And somebody who really um, will speak up um, when you're not selling, <laughs> right? So you need to sell all the time. Because also, if you don't do that, if you don't sell to your audience, somebody else will. And they will buy from somebody else. They should get used to you selling to them. You're a business. You don't have to earn the right to sell to your people. That's just like one of the biggest misconceptions in the coaching world or in the online course business world, that you need to own the right for, to promote your offers. And then so you just like share value and free content for six months or for a year. And then you do one big launch in the year. And then um, nobody else can People can't buy or can't get in for the next 11 months, which is ridiculous. It's, it creates those, all those FOMO, fear of missing out, um, energy that's just feels so misaligned in today's world, I think. And it's when people are ready to buy, why would you belittle them and tell them, no, you're not ready. You have to wait 11 months. The product is sitting there. It's pre-recorded. There's no, real reason to make it only available once per year, right? So what I like to do, I like to mix it up. I like to do both. You have like evergreen and so people sell the things all the time and then also do live launches to maybe also reach those people who went through my evergreen funnel but didn't buy at that time. But they're still sitting there in my audience, right? And so they might be ready the next time. And so put that offer in front of them again to remind them oh yeah so that works really well so i hope that's helpful um get in touch when you have any questions from me about this um i would love to hear from you and i'll talk to you soon bye for now Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th. And I would love to see you there. It's the make your first or next 
$5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannareicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.